Today, the Biden administration deflects on kids in cages. Also, are vaccine passports going to become a thing? We've got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by the one and only Glenn Beck, who is making a really strange face. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, also, Chad Prather, uh, future mm-hmm. governor of Texas. Yeah, of course. that's right. 100%. That's, I think you could be at this point. I, I, at this point. I, you know, Greg Abbott's never been opposed by anybody on the right, ever. I, this is a, is this is a historical r- fact. He's really? never been opposed. It's time. I think so. Well, it's not me, somebody. Listen, listen, that, well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if there ever were a time, it would be right after now. watching. Yeah, yeah, after watching him handle uh, all of this COVID stuff. I yeah. think there are a lot of people who are looking for a conservative but different option. Mm-hmm. So I, we won't get into that, but I could. Anyway, but, but we could. Uh, all right. So uh, this is the second day of the White House press secretary being grilled on keeping well. They're not kids in cages anymore. All right, let's let's be clear. They are uh, migrant children in facilities, <laughs> maybe containers, but right. definitely not cages right. anymore because that's that's old and. I busted. call them trailer cage. Trailer. <laughs> yeah, which I think is a great yeah. name for a country band. <laughs> trailer cage. <laughs> uh, so yesterday we saw uh, we saw Jen Psaki. Uh, you know, deflect about the the kids in the cages. And I mean, this look, these are emergency situations because of co- what do you what do you think we're supposed to put kids in non covid safe facilities? Right. We have to have covid safe facilities. Uh, I want to get your your thoughts on this. This is Jen Psaki today uh, when asked about the kids in cages again. Watch. We've seen some photos now of containers. Is there a better description? Is it kids in containers instead of kids in cages? What is the, the White House's description of this facility? Well, let me let me give a broader description of what's happening here. No. We have a number of unaccompanied <laughs> minors, children who are mm-hmm. coming into the country without their families. Mm. What we are not doing, what the last administration did, was separate those kids rip them from the arms of their parents at the border. We are not doing that. That is immoral, and that is not the approach of this administration. Mm -hmm. These kids, we have a couple of options. We can send them back home and do a dangerous journey back. We are not doing that either. That is also putting them at risk. We can quickly transfer them from CBP to these HHS-run facilities. Mm. That's one option. Or we can put them with families and sponsors without any vetting. There were some problems that 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 process ran into as well. Oh, we've chosen the middle option. And these HHS facilities, this is one of them you're referring to. We had to expand and open additional facilities because there was not enough space in the existing facilities. And if we were to abide by covid protocols, that's the process and the Mm. step. This facility in Texas, which has been reopened, uh, has been revamped has been uh, there are teachers, there's medical facilities, and our objective is to move them, move these kids quickly from there to vetted, sponsored families uh, and to places where they can safely be. This mm. is a difficult situation. It's mm. a difficult choice. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the choice we've made. Then all of these difficult situations that she brought up, totally new circumstances. Yeah, that's not, I mean, first of all, <laughs> they are not ripping those children oh. away from their parents. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot. Didn't she just say there's a lot of children that are coming without parents? Uh-huh. Okay. So then why are you saying we're not ripping them? If there are no parents, why are you not ripping them? And are you doing a DNA test? 
because a lot of times those kids are not with their parents. They're with people who claim to be their parents and you have no idea what's going on. It could be human trafficking. This is this is. I can't take the I can't take the hypocrisy. It's too logical, Glenn. You're being know, way know, too logical. Let me remind you what she said. If we look at the bigger picture, the in other words, let's do a big macro view. You're way down in the weeds, dude. I You're know. way down way into down. the micro right down level. by the bars of the cages. Yeah, well, there's no bars on these cages. Uh, if you've seen these Moby trailers, yeah, they've changed them. There's not even windows anymore. I mean, they literally have these kids. You remember when, uh, I don't know, I, I can remember being a kid in school and they you ran out of classroom space and so they'd bring those trailers out yeah. there and they'd put them, the mobiles, yes, you know, yes. you had a class in a mobile. Yes. And, and this is what I see, right? They, they just, I mean, how many kids are they stuffing in this? And the sources are saying they're coming in by the truckloads. I mean, they are coming in by the truckloads. And as you've said, as you've said, you Hispanics, you can put a lot in a truck. I did There's a bunch that. coming in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of kids at the border being ripped. You know, I also have to take the point out, uh, take the time to point out that uh, you are part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, thank yes. you for pointing that out. Me. Yes, specifically you. Why? You are, you're oppressive. Oh. Uh, did you hear? Jen Saki, yeah. not Pasaki. Mm-hmm. Her name is Pasaki. I know, I know she's been trying along with her family for generations to silence the, <laughs> silence the P, but no more, no more <laughs> oppression on the silencing of P. P will be heard That's in right. her name. Is my name Rather? No, it's Prather. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to discriminate Finally. against yeah. the P. Finally, someone's saying it. Thank you. Thank not you. on my watch, yeah. Jen Pasaki. Yeah. I don't know what your family has against that P, but it is a letter as well. Yeah. P's are people too. That's right. Uh, I am just waiting. It's I'm oppressive to the Polish. It really is. <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm, all P words. All P words. PP. <laughs> even. I'm waiting for uh, AOC to make her way over to these trailer facilities and we, cry you're gonna outside of them. You're going to be waiting a very long time. You, you don't think she's going to have the I same? I don't think so. Because no. the first, like, I, I'm pretty sure the last I heard from her, these were actually concentration camps when we did these. They right. were literal, I think was yeah, the yeah, literal yeah. concentration camps. Yeah, uh-huh. Now these are just... Um, you know, I mean, they're facilities. Well, I asked facilities. I asked that on Twitter, and uh, Politico was fact-checking my Twitter on that because I said, "Where, where are you, AOC?" Well, I, I thought you cared. Mm-hmm. I, I thought all you people cared about kids in cages. Now that there's a cage there, and we're seeing the pictures, uh, is this different somehow? How, uh, they're fact-checking that. Wow, uh, they're fact-checking. That. And how are they? How how would one I, I, go I don't about? Know. Okay, I don't know because they called me for a comment on the um. fact check so I could clear it up and gosh I just don't have time uh, <laughs> darn it. so busy darn I wish I could help them yeah uh, do you think I mean is the left because I think that there is a, a sector of the left that has been radicalized by the same people who are not saying anything now um, they've kind of been radicalized on uh, you know the kids in cages, you're not allowed to store children, you're not allowed, everyone just needs to come into the no, border it's without... it's okay if you store children in cages if you are on the right side. Mm-hmm. Well, well I mean, that, that, that's is, what I'm asking is like, are they going... to these guys? 
That that's Steve Ducey's son asking the question. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not it, the journalists are not going after him. Their own people are not going after him. It's totally fine. Just as it was when I exposed the cages that kids were kept in the same exact cages that Donald Trump all of a sudden had manufactured. Mm-hmm. No, I was there. I saw the cages. I tried to get people to care about the cages. They didn't care about it then. They don't care about it now because they don't actually believe any of these things. Yeah. Well, which, to Glenn's point, uh, it is interesting because I keep hearing them bring up, well, I mean, COVID. Well, co- what, would you have us not put them in a safe environment because of COVID? And I'm like, you're, we've got sheriffs no, on the border saying me. that you're letting people in. Yeah. Without a COVID test, I don't think that it's COVID that you care about. Yeah, and let me just let me just say this: COVID, really? I hope some of those pre-approved families are California teachers. I hope <laughs> that's who has to take these kids. You remember, and, and if you don't remember, get on YouTube and look up George Stephanopoulos and Barack Obama when Obama said, "Let me be clear: you send your kids to the border, we're sending them back." Mm-hmm. We'll be, sent, you know, you sent them unattended. Now they're just keeping them at this stage in the game. They're just keeping them around. Well, why they're should, not ripping them. Why should somebody, why should somebody <laughs> else profit on human trafficking? Why, why? can't the United States of America why? take that on as a, a, and here's the reason why. It would reduce human trafficking because our government is so ineffective They'd screw that program up. We'd probably abolish all human trafficking just by putting them in charge of all human trafficking. <laughs> He's way down in the weeds. Guys making sense. I don't do details mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah, all sorry. right. No, no details in the mainstream media. Uh, OK, so uh, right along with all of this illegal immigration stuff, uh, the Biden administration's efforts to impose, they said they were going to do a 100 day moratorium on deportations of illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Delta below today. A district judge actually extended a ban on that, uh, on implementing that moratorium. So this judge. I'm confused. So can we retain them in the in the trailer cage or can we not? Detain them? Do we have to send them back or can we let them go? What we have to send them back. Okay. Within a within a within a reasonable amount of time. Does that include a a dozen Iranians here and there that cross the same border? Is that it's a great is that question. A, those, I mean, because that happened two weeks ago. It is a great I question. I didn't even hear that. Yeah. You didn't? No. Yeah, they arrested 11 Iranians Who, coming across the, the Mexican southern border. border. Yeah. Just because Mexico's border joins Iran's border. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so they traveled I mean, through let, Iran. Let's face it. The shortest distance between two points does go through Mexico. It does. At it all does. times. Yeah. It's like, seriously, people don't know this. There is a wormhole in the center of Mexico. <laughs> and it also opens up on the other side of the world. The world yeah. Really? Yeah. And so you go into certain places in Iran. Sometimes it happens accidentally. And you'll see, all of a sudden, you'll see like an Iranian terrorist yeah. in the middle of nowhere in yeah. Mexico going, where am I? Where am I? And, Taco burrito. <laughs> yeah. He's like... I I went through a wormhole. I didn't mean to be here. I was going to blow up things in my own country. Yeah. Uh, Happens all mm. the time. Did Okay, so were you guys uh, paying attention at all to Merrick Garland's confirmation hearings? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did you see his answer on whether or not he was going to 
Uh, you mean his non-answer? Non-answer. Well, yeah. yeah. So his non-answer on everything. Yeah. Remember, it's well, a macro. He, he, he hasn't, hasn't had time soon. to even think of those things. <laughs> like, I mean, really, they're not that hard. Yeah. Even, I mean, know. illegal immigration. Yeah. Is it still going to be a crime? Yeah. Will you criminalize yeah. it? Right. He had no answer. No. Are, well, he hadn't thought real? about that. Is that that's not concerning at all, right? You know why he is honestly the the nominee. Why he's going to be? Why he was selected? to be the head of the DOJ and attorney general because he is, he's spent his whole life hunting down white <laughs> supremacists. I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. He, he was the guy for Oklahoma bombing. That's right. He was the guy on uh, not Ruby Ridge. Well, maybe it was Ruby Ridge. There was another one that he was involved in. Yeah, Randy uh, no, yeah, no, 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 it was uh, the Unabomber. Unabomber. And he says that that is that this time, right now, because of what he saw on January 6th, it is more dangerous than it was right after uh, Oklahoma City. And he was selected for that because he knows who the bad guys are and he'll, he'll find them. He'll weed it out. Yeah. Uh, that whiteness. Well, except it, it doesn't count as domestic terrorism if you assault, uh, you know, vandalize all of the federal buildings at night. Mm -mm. Or, well, no, not at no. night in Portland. In Portland, yeah, in Portland. In Portland. right? Yeah, at night in Portland, but other than that, or Kenosha. Yeah, I think the only reason why they care about this is because it came to them. You know, they, who right. was it yes. that said last week? You know, a taco stand is completely different. Is it? How? Oh yeah, yeah. How? Oh, because it's not your taco stand, and right. you're not in it. Yep. Right. But some old lady can be kicked almost to death. Not a problem. But once you are threatened, yeah. oh. And add to that point about the non-answers. You're going to get non-answers throughout this administration because everything is a macro view. They have to stick their finger up into the air and see which way the wind is blowing before wow. they can answer any question. And tomorrow it may be completely different. That's the world of postmodernism. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, including what is a vaccine passport and uh, are you going to need one? someday. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. If you've got a lot of pain, back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain, whatever the case may be, uh, what you probably don't know is it's likely inflammation that's causing the pain, and you have to defeat the inflammation or else you can face permanent damage. You don't want that, all right? Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research. It actually attacks the inflammation that is causing your pain, so you don't have to rub a bunch of, like, icy hot on it or take, uh, you know, take pain medication. You're just going to mask the problem. You're not going to neutralize it. Omega XL will neutralize that and get a, get your painful, stiff joints and muscles uh, away. You're going to do away with it. And let me just tell you something. When you can get out of pain, it is life-changing, all right? I know I was in a car accident and I screwed up my back and uh, I know what it's like to just live in constant pain. You're grumpy and you're, you know, nagging your kids and your spouse and all of that. Just change your life with Omega XL, all right? Let's get you started. Omega XL, now you can order. Get a second bottle for free. If you go to omegaxl.com slash news, it is a second bottle for free with your order. That is omegaxl.com slash news. Back in a minute. So a vaccine passport is uh, just the latest. Now, Israel is kind of doing this already, but the World Economic Forum uh, has put forth a video mm. kind of 
advertising the use of a vaccine passport. Uh, the World Health Organization is apparently looking closely into the use of technology uh, and how it can work with member That's... states towards an e-vaccination certificate. Oh, this so is fantastic. Paper. So wait, so it's from the WHO, a completely trustworthy organization. <laughs> And the World Economic Forum. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I feel all safe and cozy. Yeah, yeah, this, it's great. So if let's let's watch this uh, this clip from the World Economic Forum. So it's explaining for those of you listening on podcast. In Israel, they've already basically got a vaccine passport because you have to have the vaccine and have your little papers showing that you've had the vaccine to enter gym, yeah, gyms. Uh, certain businesses. Israel has vaccinated almost half its population, um, probably because they're forcing people to uh, do that if they want to be a part of society. Well, you know what? At least they are vaccinating people and then opening the businesses back up. I mean... Well... I mean... They are. I don't want the passport part. Well, right. But, I mean, that's kind of an integral part of it. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, we got the vaccine. Right. Or we've had it. uh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with... To your point, day before yesterday, Fauci, who's a con man, Mm -hmm. said even if you've gotten the vaccine, you shouldn't dine indoors and you shouldn't go to the theater. That's not true. Right. We're no, we know a lot now that the vaccine has been done on 50 per, over 50% of the population of Israel. It, it's not true. There, uh, the uh, spread of COVID with people who have gotten the vaccine is like 0.03%. It's mm-hmm. some ridiculous, l- ridiculously <coughs> low number. So it, it works. Yeah, it so works. get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. If you want to get the vaccine, and then go to work. Vaccine. And if you but don't want to get up. the vaccine... You know, the more they they put these draconian, creepy passport, facial recognition, global government crap in, the less likely people will be to get the vaccine. Here's the vaccine. It's like the flu shot. Go get it. It's available at CVS. You know, you're not vaccinating any anybody here. Because in California, you have to be a teacher. You have to be a first responder. How about, I don't know, you want the vaccine. Here it is. Go get it. You don't want it. Fine. But we, we are, I mean, we are headed down. But that really. is the difference between here and there, between America and Israel, is you have Fauci here in America saying, even if you've gotten it, you still don't need to but be around people. it's not true. It's not well, true. No, That's the point. True. He's it's a con not, man. Yeah, it's not true, but... We're, I mean, I I say this all the time. Everything Fauci says, I mean, he changes his mind like he changes his underwear. Everything he Uh, says. I'm not sure he he changes his underwear as much as as he changes his mind. mind. So he flip-flops on everything. (laughs) Italians don't wear underwear. (laughs) I'll tell people, okay, but that's not true. I'll say the same thing that you said. And they're like, oh, what are you, Fauci? What are you, a doctor? I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to the doctor. Don't listen to me. Look at the scientific proof from Israel. They're the only ones that have the data. Just go online. Look, go to, I don't know, <laughs> Israel.gov and look at the results. They're all there. Yeah, yeah. They won't do it, though. And Maybe I, Biden ought to give BB a call. You can, Still hasn't. You can, has he really not? I no, he did. Last did he finally do it? He finally did it. He yeah. finally did it. Um, but, you know, you're looking at this vaccine passport thing that keeps getting, uh, you know, floated. And it's like, I, that's... 
not just the you know papers, please, but just the medical discrimination lawsuits Look, that I if think it would was, occur. If if this were, I mean, if this were as bad as what we thought it could be at first, I think everybody would be like, okay, all right, you know, it's killed thirty percent of the population. Okay, let's be really careful. That's not this. Yeah. That's not this. They keep making this into the most deadly thing ever. Meanwhile, there's a brand new Ebola that's, you know, sprung up in Africa. Nobody's talking about when when you when when you have a real pandemic, you don't have to tell people to go get the vaccine. You don't have to tell people to do. They will do it themselves. We have lived with this now for a year. We know what this disease is. We know how it spread. We know how, and then I know this is horrible because two and a half million people globally have died, but it is just above the flu. And by the way, Flu season seems to be not so bad this year. Not weird. Well, it's, well, it's, well, it's because of the it's because of the masks. Oh yeah. Right. But, oh yeah. Oh, but wait, the COVID numbers. It, so are you rising remember the, because of the we don't wear masks. Uh, but what? But wait. But what? <laughs> yeah. But wait. <laughs> no, uh, no, it doesn't. Those places that aren't in quarantine aren't freaking out like Florida uh-huh. are not having the same problem where they're all little Nancys and Karens yelling at everybody that doesn't have a mask something's not right yeah you remember uh indiana jones in the last crusade the opening scene where he's like it is the antidote for the poison you just drink and then the melee erupts all of people are dying because he's trying to get the antidote that's getting kicked all over the room that's the way people ought to be going after this vaccine if indeed you can prove those numbers that are there but again we're not talking about those numbers here in this country we're not even looking at what's going on in israel and that's the problem No, they're, they're taking the word of someone who has flip-flopped on everything and calling it science. Yeah. That's what science is in this country We're now. double masking, triple masking, putting bags over our heads. Right. Science is the most unscientific science uh, since the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. Science is a religion now where you mm-hmm. cannot question. Science is born of questioning. That's, that is the biggest part of science, to question and to look for verifiable results. We're not doing that anymore. This is a religion. Yeah. Um, One more thing before we have to go to break. I I thought of you, Chad, when I I saw this online, only because I think you are going to be the next governor of the state. (laughs) And so I'd like to get your thoughts on, uh, I saw a Facebook group that exists Mm -hmm. that's this area, specifically this area, the suburbs of Dallas, um, it's dedicated to taking videos of people in stores who are not wearing their masks, families, children, and posting them and trying to identify who they are and identifying the store and and then and then and then returning to the same store to take more videos of people because they're very they're so scared of getting the virus that they so, want to return. Let me tell you something. I, I have uh, I have like about 40,000 people in my house right now as we're redoing our entire house. Just 40,000? Just 40. Did you ever see the money pit? Mm. It's just like that, okay? (laughs) All of the people are showing up and everything else. Everybody comes into the house with a mask. 
And I say to yeah. everybody who walks in, yeah. you don't have to wear it for us. If you want to wear it, that's fine. No one wears a mask. Yeah. If I go into a store and they say, you got to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. Mm -hmm. But the minute I'm outside, no. And the minute I'm with somebody who says, you don't have to wear that for me, I ain't wearing it. Yeah. It's, it's obscene. It's crazy. I mean, I, I just, it, feels, it feels very unhinged at this I, point. I got up this morning and, and I walked my little route that I walked downtown Fort Worth in a couple of miles. And you see people, you interact with them, try to interact with them. People, are, they don't do that anymore. Uh, on my walk, of all the people I saw, two people were not wearing masks. I was one of them. Outdoors, what? walking around downtown Fort Worth. Fort Worth of all places. Only two individuals. And you know what? The only guy who nodded at me from across the street was the other guy not wearing a mask. And it's like we knew. Yeah. <laughs> Your immediate friends. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't understand those people who, like, forget that their mask is on. It's the most annoying, yeah. hot, terrible thing yeah. ever. Yeah. And people are like walking around all the time and you're like, you know, you're outside by yourself or you're in your freaking car by yourself. Why are you wearing a mask, <laughs> freak? <laughs> yeah, try oxygen. It turns out it's really good for it's you. Amazing. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Kitty Poo Club. And that's kitty like cat. Not, not children, not kitty. Uh, so working from home, which a lot of you are doing, means more time for your morning coffee or, you know, nap. And, of course, the opportunity for your, uh, your cat to, like, start walking around your computer and, like, just getting on all your papers. If you have a cat, you know, you know this drill. Because if you have anything sitting out, your cat will lay on top of it. Which you like if you're at home. But, uh, and you, you don't. like cats. That's why I don't like Absolutely. cats. Absolutely. They jump up on the kitchen counters and the, oh. Well, we won't get started on dogs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but obviously the litter box is not a pleasant experience when you're talking about having your cats at home with you. Uh, Kitty Poo Club is an all-in-one litter box solution. It's designed to be very convenient for you. They, I, I have it, okay? So let me tell you how it works. Every month, Glenn is looking at me like you're I'm crazy. A cat person? I love, oh, you know this. I love oh cats. Gosh. I've lost every, so much respect for you. <laughs> every month, uh, Kitty Poo Club delivers uh, a high quality recyclable litter box and it's pre-filled with the litter of your choice they've got like three different choices for you you can pick which one you like the best uh, the boxes do not leak they are eco-friendly and you can just throw them away when the month is up you just re well recycle you just toss it in the recycle you don't have to go and rinse it out and you don't want to be dealing with that nasty mess kitty poo club is just going to deliver a new one to you you don't have to change the used litter and uh, you don't have to actually go out and like hose the box out and, okay all right you know, yeah. all right May I just say? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so this guy doesn't understand because he's not a cat person, but you cat people out here, I'm telling you, it's very easy. You don't have to mess with it. It's no muss, no fuss. You got to go to uh, kittypooclub.com slash, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, promo code Y. They're offering you 20% off your first order when you set up auto ship. You got to go to kittypooclub.com. Promo code Y, 20% off now. Try it, all right? You are going to love it. KittyPooClub.com. Promo code Y. Back in a minute. Uh, the Blaze TV's Steven Crowder was uh, temporarily suspended from Twitter on Tuesday after he posted a video clip where he uh, says that he actually has evidence, verifiable evidence of voter fraud 
Uh, and apparently that was enough to get him suspended from big tech. Here is Steven Crowder. Now, what I want to focus on is something that I would swear under oath, penalty of perjury, what I'm about to present to you because Dominion isn't needed. I'm not saying right. that nothing nefarious happened with Dominion. I just can't confirm it. Yeah. I can confirm to you that these people voted from it, or who may or may not be real people, voted from addresses that do not exist. So just because I don't address some issue <laughs> relating to voter fraud doesn't mean that I don't believe there's foul play. I do have to, unfortunately, hold ourselves to the standard of doing our due diligence and only confirming what we've seen yeah. with our own eyes. By the way, what, let's contrast that with the left. What does the New York Times have to say? What does MSNBC have to say? No evidence of voter fraud. Well, really? Have you looked through the voter uh, listings? Have you gone to these addresses? Right. There's no burden of proof on them. No. There's no, requ there's no requirement of any effort. So yeah. we really are held to a different standard. And um, I think it's important to focus on what we can verify and prove. And then hopefully, hopefully some of this evidence at some point could be admitted. So he posted uh, dozens of non-existent non voter addresses that he's verified himself from Michigan to Nevada. Uh, empty lots. And he said, I'll include pictures and a current newspaper as confirmation, uh, dozens of voter names, addresses, pictures proving they don't exist, period. And that post was blocked for receiving likes, comments, retweets. You couldn't do anything with the post. You couldn't spread the information. Uh, and then he was blocked. His account was locked. He tweeted later, was blocked from Twitter for the verifiable evidence of voter fraud posted yesterday. But I'm back and he uh, used the hashtag fight like hell. And then of course, put in parentheses figuratively, because as we know, you can uh, actually uh, be held liable for inciting an insurrection if you don't make it clear that you don't actually mean fight people uh, violently. Uh, Glenn had to step out. So Chad. Thank God for Bill Richmond. Thank God for half Asian lawyer Bill. I love half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond. I don't like Stephen Crowder, but he's <laughs> rarely wrong. I will give him that. Uh, I, it's become so. Big tech is such a cesspool. Yeah. You know. I mean, how do you think? I'm going to ask you seriously. How do you think history is going to look back on this election? I mean, is it? I mean, at I, what point in time? How many years down the road do we have to get? Get and, and we can look back and say something nefarious was taking place. Something happened there that doesn't line up and make sense. You know what's sad, Chad, is that I don't think that history will know this because of who writes the history mm -hmm. books. I, I don't. I. I mean, just genuinely, I don't think that people will look back and read what really happened because, as we're seeing, if you try to show some sort of evidence that something bad happened, you get silenced. Yeah. You get banned from social media. You can't get the word out. I don't think that it, history is going to reflect this at all. I think it's going to reflect that there was a white supremacist, racist, xenophobic president that unfortunately uh, the the deplorables of America somehow got elected. And thank God we got rid of him. Yeah. So I have a book coming out in August. It's called Am I Crazy? And I take a look at a lot of these scenarios that are out there that either I've lost my mind or the world has just gone absolutely nuts. I want to I'm talking about this very subject in the book. Glenn's going to write the uh, forward to it. He just doesn't know it yet. He's going to say, really? Yeah, he's going to. He doesn't know, but that's okay. There's that's a lot okay. of things Glenn doesn't know, contrary to popular thought. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and we're talking about this stuff. So you're right. I, I want this story told. I want, it to, I want people to look at this and, and say, okay, at least somebody had the guts 
to bring out some of these ideas, put it in print, mm-hmm. and, and look at some of the just the nonsense that we've embraced as truth. And the fact that they're shutting down people's speech. I mean, what what Stephen said in that clip is so innocuous. I mean, he's saying, look, I've got the proof here. I've looked into it. And I can say this about Crowder. He looks into things yeah. and he's yeah. got the people who are capable of doing it. So he doesn't he's got a big audience. He doesn't just jump out there and throw these ideas that are unfounded around a whole lot. Pretty sharp guy. Still don't like you, but it's okay, Stephen. We'll make up. So, I mean, so I'm, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what better way for all of these big tech companies to um, make people more prone to looking into these things than to shut any mention of it down? Yeah. And it makes me wonder, is that their intent because they want to make us all look like radicals. They want to make us all look like we're crazy. And if they call something a conspiracy and then they shut it down and then you have more people going, well, hold on, because this person has actual evidence of it. Why are you shutting them down? Mm -hmm. Then they can point to you and say, you're another conspiracy theorist. You're crazy. Yeah. You see, January 6th, uh, the Capitol insurrection, so to speak, uh, whatever you want to call it, kind of solidified that it gave them the go-to thing that says okay if you question anything then you're one of those Mm -hmm. if you have any idea that anything was uh, you know wrong here then you just might as well have stormed the capitol you're against america you're a seditious person uh i said in 2007 2008 i said if barack obama were to become president they can't let him fail they will keep him propped up mm-hmm. in such a way because they numerous reasons first black president whatever you want to call him uh he can't fail And now we're seeing this on steroids when it comes to this new administration, because uh, rather than even just prop them up, they're burying everything that's out there. Just the fact that that, go back to the original thing we were talking about with Jen Pasaki about kids in cages or facilities, as we're calling them now. Uh, just changing that and the idea that people will listen to that and go, hmm, nothing wrong here, nothing to see. Just keep moving along that right there should scare all of us that we have gotten so dumbed down and controlled by the, look at what happened with tiger woods yesterday tiger woods was in a, in a car crash sad situation mm-hmm. for anybody that goes mm-hmm. through that but it happened to be a guy worth 900 million dollars and a super celebrity uber celeb like tiger woods who has a, apparently a bad habit of wrecking cars and everybody suddenly oh my god tiger woods He's, he, I mean, he, he could have gotten his head ripped off, right? They had to get the jaws of life. They, the media just hammered this thing, hammered this thing, hammered this thing. So it turns out he broke his legs. Sad deal for a professional athlete, but it is what it is. Shouldn't have been driving the way he was driving. Shouldn't have wrecked his car. Not placing any blame, but the media controlled the narrative to make everybody believe poor little Tiger Woods. Poor, I mean, if you go back and you look at the history of Tiger Woods, ain't no poor little Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods has done some crazy, crazy stuff. But the media made our minds so sympathetic to a guy named Eldrick Woods yesterday that now you can't even say anything about it. It was like, oh my God, listen, Tiger Woods wouldn't piss in your ear if your brain was on fire. But we all feel sorry for the guy because that's what the media conditioned us to do yesterday. Now you take that and you apply it to anything from the election, to Joe Biden, to this macro view of immigrant kids, all of these things. And the media has us so eating out of their hand that we don't know what is truth anymore and we're scared to question it because you wind up like Steven Crowder and you get deplatformed and you need half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond to come bail your ass out. I don't I can't add anything to that. I think you I, Yeah. I, I just got preached to. I'm still shocked at what you said during the break. 
We're going to revisit that when we go back to break. Oh. Yeah, yeah. you don't remember what you said, do you? No, I don't. We're going to go back to that. Okay, well, we're going to go back to it right now. We'll be back in a minute. Andrew Cuomo, oh man, I love the reckoning uh, that's happening with Andrew Cuomo, but uh, a former Cuomo aide has come forward with really awkward details uh, of her Me Too allegations against Andrew Cuomo. Now, this is the same woman who, what was it, December, when she she kind of alluded to it, but she didn't give any details. Now she is. It's Lindsay Boylan. She's a former <coughs> Cuomo aide. She said, today I'm telling my story. I never plan to share the details of my experience working in the Cuomo administration, but I'm doing so now in hopes that it may make it easier for others to speak their own truth. Uh, she said he has created a culture within his administration where sexual harassment and bullying is so pervasive that it is not only condoned but expected. His inappropriate behavior towards women is an affirmation that he liked. if he liked you, you must be doing something right. He used intimidation to silence his critics. Totally believe. Uh, and if you dared speak up, you would face consequences. She says that he asked his aides to play strip poker with him. Uh, and uh, closed-door meetings, he allegedly made references to President Bill Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky to her, uh, Valentine's Day deliveries of roses to her and other female staffers, inappropriate physical touching, uh, and a non-consensual kiss on the lips. The only thing he gets a pass on, I think, on that is a delivery of roses. <laughs> I don't. I don't find that to it be. It depends on how he delivered them. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fair. Anybody that's, that's ever seen those nipple studs shining through that shirt? Uh, that the old boys into some freaky dicky. Uh, that's an image I just cannot get out of my head. I wish I'd never seen. It. <laughs> I know. This is, you know, it's one thing to say that you can't flirt with somebody or be forward with somebody of the opposite sex. or But this is intimidation in, through authority, and this is the kind of thing that I'm interested to see if that's going to open up a door for others to come forward. Mm-hmm. Um, there's big business, it would seem, in terms of relevance and notoriety when people come forward with these stories. Uh, it's almost at a point now where if it's somebody on the left, we just bury it. Like, where's Tara Reid, you know? And, right. and so we don't hear anything about Tara Reid anymore yeah. and her supposed allegations against Joe Biden. Uh, they just get buried. So I'm interested to see if this opens the door for others to come forward, because mm-hmm. obviously if this was an environment where that was pervasive, then there should be more yeah. that come along. And, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we're living in a day and age that that's even required. But let's face it. The unfortunate thing is her story's going to get buried. Probably. Well, now unless unless something else happened. But but Cuomo is becoming an easy guy to dislike he, right now. He is even with the left. And I was even surprised because I'm like, well, hold on a second. They were running cover for him mm-hmm. the last year. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, he won a freaking international Emmy. Mm-hmm. He uh, wrote a book on how to handle this pandemic that he handled horribly like the the worst in the freaking country but please read his book on how to handle a pandemic uh and so i'm like how is this getting coverage all of a sudden and then i read that um the attorney general who discovered all of these things now of course has aspirations of running for governor and i'm like oh okay which i love i mean it's great to see them eating their own because lord knows we've had enough of that on the gop side so it's nice to uh be sitting on the other side of things watching it happen to i mean could anyone deserve it more than Andrew Cuomo? Not in my book. No one deserves it more than Andrew Cuomo. I'm so happy to see him getting the attention he deserves. I sort of enjoy the uh, meltdown in the of, of relationship between him and Warren Wilhelm. 
uh, Bill de Blasio. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of fun to watch that little rivalry transpire. It, it really has been. Speaking of Bill de Blasio, uh, did you see that he said that everyone in New York should not just wear a mask, wear two? Oh, but only until June. Yeah. Did I mention, did I mention 15 days to slow the spread? Okay, so um, by the way, we're a year into 15 days to slow the spread, but it's fine. Just wear a mask until June and uh, I'm sorry, wear two masks until June and then it's definitely going to go away. Yeah, because we have we have all of the history of this entire process to show us that when they tell us they give us a directive and tell us that we're only going to uh, have to do something for a certain amount of time. It definitely always ends up that it's only that time. Ten years ago, I got a vasectomy, but I still wear a condom. (laughs) Seems logical to me, right? <laughs> I mean, it's back to what we were talking about with vaccines. I mean, what, what are we doing? They're saying even if you get the vaccine, you need to wear the mask, right? I, this, yeah. this, this is the kind of logic that's out there, and and I just can't stand any of it. I'm so I'm so tired of the, like like, if it just wasn't just doused in the bad logic, right? Mm-hmm. And to keep changing mm-hmm. and to come out with more and more because the bar keeps moving. There's never enough. One mask, two right. masks, three right. masks, 37 masks, however many. Just suffocate put, yourself. Put a plastic bag over your head and put a zip tie around your neck. I right? mean, if you go to Jesus, you won't get COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Is Jesus wearing a mask? <laughs> Breathe on me, Holy Spirit. Wait! <laughs> Wait a minute! I, I mean, it's just, it's hard for me. I don't know what it looks like in New York. I would love for anyone who's watching this program who uh, is in New York. What, are people still, I feel like New York would be the place where people were... Uh, more prone to being sheep and just following along because they're very scared of the virus just because of how bad it was. How bad it was in the beginning, which it turns out uh, was really a lot to do with Cuomo's awful policies. So, you know, early on when everything was so bad, we talked about how everybody's breathing the same air. You got 12 million people piled on an island right there in Manhattan. Everybody lives on top of each other. Uh, They're breathing all the same recycled air. It's like living on an airplane, right, in some of these buildings. Uh, They're sending COVID-positive patients back to nursing homes. But now we learn what was really going on. So, again, I'd say, what's what's history going to tell us about all of this stuff? At what point in time do we look at these people and say, this has failed? This has failed. And, you know, let me just say this something has been on my mind all day long. And this is about the right. This is about the right, because the left's going to keep screwing. They're going to do this stuff and they, they have the media on their side. What we have to do on the right is we have to work extra hard to come up with good policy yeah. and good ideas and good solutions. Because right now, as long as we just keep pitching stuff out there that is going to be they're going to shoot the holes in it and all that stuff. And and now, it, look, if they're going to if they're willing to do that to their own side, how much more are they going to do to us? we got to come up with some real stuff and start being proactive in a lot of these scenarios, whether it's coronavirus, whether it's the economy, whether it's uh, a Texas um, uh, ice storm, whether, you know, these shutdowns, these mandates, all these things. we got to come up, whether it's Obamacare, whatever it is, the right is so impotent, yeah. right? They yeah. have been. Yeah. Uh, they have been for, for so long. Yeah. And we got to get to a point where we stand up. And, I, and, you know, I go back to Crowder. I give Crowder a hard time. I love the guy. <laughs> but at least he's got balls, yeah. right? Yep. Mark Levin, Glenn Beck, these guys, you know, and, and Rush Limbaugh. Right. He had guts. Yeah. Right. And thank God for Rush Limbaugh. You know, I want to eulogize these guys while they're still alive. You know, I walked up to Glenn today and I said, I love you, man. I appreciate what you do. And he hugged my neck and I punched him in the mouth. (laughs) That didn't happen. I don't think that happened. And the punch in the mouth. We got to take a break. We'll we'll be back. I do love him. I I love him. I think, too, the messaging. Like, you have to have policies, but you have to have
Hey, if you have not yet gone to review the audio podcast, make sure you do that. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, it will help more people be able to find this podcast so they then also can find the news and also why it matters. Uh, let's see a review from, I don't know how to pronounce that at all, Idolasis. Ida. Idolasis. Looks good how to you me. Okay. Idolasis. Love this show. Five stars. If you haven't listened or watched, do it now. I love the show. I watch it regularly. Chad Prather is one of my faves, and he's got my vote for Texas governor. Well, apparently that person has not heard my joke about Tiger Woods. Because <laughs> it's Are you cost, really getting for that? Oh, it's already cost me the election. No, it hasn't. Governors don't make jokes. Of all the things, of all the and things, and I didn't you've make a joke said, about Tiger Woods. I made a joke about golf. Of all the things you've ever said, that would be the one That's to do you one. in. You I, know my favorite I, joke. No. My favorite joke that I caught the most flack for, ever in the history of Facebook, is uh, karate is the Japanese word for my kid can't hit a curveball. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that pisses people off. <laughs> and it's still, it's not going to cost you the election. Right? <laughs> I just have a feeling. Good policy overcomes bad jokes. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.